What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. What to do, what to do, Jalen Prince. Look, this has been a little inconsistent uh, lately with the with the posting and the and the episodes. And thank y'all for sticking with us and being patient. Life has been absolutely insane the last few weeks. I don't know if you got uh, Jalen's got a new gig he's working on. Work has been absolutely insane for me, so we took last week off. Um, gig, shoot, I got a new job. I call them gigs. <laughs> it's like I call mine a gig. So. That's what I've always called it. So, like, for me, like, I, I've been working with this company for almost three years now, but I still call it a gig. Like, that's just what it is. So, but no, Jalen's got a new job, new gig, whatever you guys want to call it. So, he's been getting that rolling. Uh, we're going to hopefully be back to a consistent recording schedule soon. Um, we said that before. This time, we're going to prove it. So, stick with us. We appreciate it. We have to start off uh, with a mean right hook of uh, some commentary here. Uh why, 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 why do just everyday people try to fight professional athletes? For those of you who don't know, and you should hopefully have seen it by now, as of recording this, um, we don't have all the information, so we're not going to get too far into it. Uh, we camp- do not have the information. We don't know what started it. We don't know what caused it. We don't know what was going on. We're just going off our reaction based off the video that has been posted yes. all throughout Twitter. Super Cam uh, got, looks like he got jumped at seven on seven. Tried. Tried to be jumped at seven on seven. Let me rephrase that because, man, uh, uh, how- <laughs> it was funny, man. I'm watching it because he's, he's like, what, 6'4", 250? He's 6'5", six, two, six, 230. Scratch that. Two, about 240. Okay. Why, why? And from Georgia. Why are you trying to fight someone who's 6'5 when you're not 6'5? My guess has to do with something with clout chasing. I don't really know. I don't know why you try them because here's the thing. I get, and we were talking about this earlier. You know, mm-hmm. back when we were kids, we've heard of something that's called a daredevil. Basically, it's somebody that's um, crazy enough to do anything to either make money, make uh, like become famous. They do extreme stunts, things that no human yeah. being should they ever try. Yeah, uh, because of social media and clickbait, and now there's money being made off of that type of stuff. Uh, hey, uh, we're not hypocrites. We know what we're trying to do to be able to get yeah. stuff like this. It's turned everybody into a daredevil now. Like social media, like people that do crazy stuff now just for social media views, clicks, and stuff like that. That's the new daredevil. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's kind of what it is. To try somebody that's six five, uh, two forty. It kind of reminds me of the saying: Whenever I'm in a fight, uh, like if I'm in the forest fighting a grizzly bear, help the bear. They mean help the bear, not have to deal with the stupidity. That's what they meant by help the bear. This is the best example of a lot of kids and, and every dude at one almost every dude at one point has had this thought. You've looked at your dad at one point and said, Oh, I could take this dude down. But you're like 13 or younger, so not really something you could do. This is what this feels like to me. Someone said something, and Cam's a trash talker, and all these kids are trash talkers too. So we don't know what happened. I'm assuming it was over some trash talking issues. And then they tried to take down dad and dad said no. And <laughs> dad, dad said no. And he was bear hugging these kids. He had one in a headlock, the other like just like in a bear hug. And then he then slung the other person attacking him. I don't know if they were adults, kids, teenagers. I, I don't know. The point is, why are you trying to fight? Prof- <laughs> Well, you just found a new TikTok thing there. So check that out. But it, it's you mess around, you find out. That's just what it is. And it, those kids messed around and they found out. Because all of them are going viral for not being able to win a freaking four or five on one. Listen, to me, it's not even about just the whole winning. It's the fact that they would even try. First off, it was at a, it looks to be a seven on seven yeah. uh, event, according to the tw- according to Cam's Twitter page or somebody's Twitter page that posted it out because uh, it was Cam Newton's uh, 15U team, uh, C1N, wins the 7-on-7 We Ball Tournament Championship. And so it looks like they had a good time. I'll be able to get, like, get, 
uh, had a good time. Of course, it's going to be sponsored by Cam. I remember Cam's always going to be active with youth development. But I still remember there was a video a couple of years ago, or like it, it was either a video a couple of years ago, but I remember uh, Cam was talking to a bunch of kids, and a lot of the kids were getting disrespectful and saying, like, he ain't do nothing in the NFL and and whatnot. I still remember, I remember that, that conversation. Yeah, I, I remember, remember that. that. So I was and like, kids, and they were going back and forth and like, you ain't got no rings. He goes, I got a bank account. Where's your bank account? Facts. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, he ain't got no rings. And like what they spoke on, like, it wasn't really wrong. But at the same time, you got you to gotta know your place. Yeah, you're a kid. But the dude, he's he reached a level that you're trying to achieve. He's, he's taking his time out of his day to help a lot of kids like you. So and it went from that, and that was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. This right here, this one takes the whole god darn cake. But we don't. Uh, but again, we don't know the details. We don't know what started it. We don't. Um, we don't know what caused it. We're just going off the reaction from what we based on the videos. We ain't spe- spewing no narratives. The only narrative I could possibly give is that everybody on social media that would do crazy stuff like this, they're the new daredevils. And so- why would you even try a pro athlete like that? If you're gonna come with the king, don't miss. Oh boy, they miss. If you're gonna come with like the king, kid, you best not them, miss. Them kids, uh, them kids look like like you know irrelevant wrestlers trying to uh, like just trying to attack Kane for fun. It, it's like to me, like what 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 that makes me think of. It's like the same thing you were saying about like you know why are you taking on somebody like that? You get these guys who were taking on like um, like he he got to the point of football you're always trying to get at. Like do you ever, do you follow the QB school on Twitter? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, so it's J.T. O'Sullivan. He's a former NFL quarterback, and everyone is like, oh, look at your stats, man. It's like, dog, he's one of, like, I did the math. He's one of, like, 18,000 people to ever do it since the NFL's been, or 8,000 people since the NFL's been around. Tim, if you're listening, fact check me on this. Um, But y'all can go back and dig through it. Like, this is something that I I looked up at one point. It's a small, tiny percentage of people in the world who have made it to this level. Did he have the best stats in the world? No, but guess what? He was good enough to make it to this level, so I'm pretty sure he knows what he's talking about. That's always my thing. Like, look, you don't have to made it. He won an MVP, and it's gonna make me mad. I was talking about JT O'Sullivan, but like even with Cam, like that's a different point. Like with with Cam, like, and not only like made it, dude won an MVP. He at least took his team to a, a Super Bowl. You could criticize him after that. Like about just his game, but you can't, you don't criticize the man, uh, like as, as don't criticize the man. You can criticize the player, but you got to be careful with it because he's done things that you have or never will be able to do. And I've always criticized him as a player. I've hated him as a player. Dude went to all, dude went to Florida. Sorry, went to Auburn. So, uh, went to Auburn, and he was a Panther. And mind you, I'm a Seahawks fan. I remember back in the days of the Legion of Boom, Cam. Didn't much gave us fits. We usually shut him down, but the year he won the MVP, he gave us fits, and I give him credit. I give him credit on that one. But um, that's neither here nor there. The thing that's ticking me off is like I gotta defend Cam because dude's in the right. Well, I'm like, here, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Are we sure these guys ain't not uh, ain't Niners or Dolphin fans? <laughs> I don't know, man. Here, let, let's let's take this one further. I'm gonna make you defend Cam Newton again. What CJ Stroud is out of his mind right now. He's getting he's talking re he's getting real spicy with it lately. Like I don't understand what he's trying to do. Like I I okay, I guess I do. Like I get I get trash talking, I get being confident. I, I have no issue with that whatsoever. But you've had one good rookie year. It's your rookie year. Guess what? We got a whole season of tape on you now. It's only going to get more competitive from here. Defenses are watching you talk trash to former MVPs, former national champions, and talking about a school you didn't go to, like you said, doing things you didn't do. He's hyping up Alabama like, dog, you didn't even go there. Like, last time I checked, like, you're sounding like Bryce Young. Bryce Young should be the one defending Alabama. You should be defending Ohio State. You never made it to a national championship with Ohio State, so I don't know why you're coming to Fred for this. Like, I, I get trash talking, but, like, be ready to back it up. That's my thing. You're talking about how Auburn sucks. Cam won a natty. You did not, sir. <laughs> Come on now. 
So now you're talking all this trash and you got defenses both in your division, outside of your division, all the way across the league, watching this happen and go, oh, next season is going to be fun. That's where I'm at. Like, I, I feel like, why, why are you taking shots at people who have done this before you? I guess is my, my, my comment to that. All right. So here's how I feel about this. Um, <laughs> personally, and I'm a bit biased. I didn't agree. I didn't disagree with him on what he said about Auburn. No, that's fair. Because right now Auburn's trash. Right now Auburn's um, trash. Right now Florida's trash. I know. I know how you feel about when he when he talked about your Gators to Fred Taylor. That one I did not fairly agree with on Fred Taylor's part. However, if he's talking about recently, he did have a point, and even Fred oh. said like he had to back away. But here's how I also looked at it while a lot of people are going at CJ, while some people are going at CJ, and while a lot of people aren't. Uh, CJ Stroud had, came off a big year, a really good year, as a rookie, led his team to not only a playoff win, a division title, plus a playoff win, and very much like shows promise in the future of the Houston, Texas organization. The thing is, he was taking, unlike, un, quote-unquote, unnecessary shots um, at, you know, other universities, given his resume against, uh, given his resume in college football. Now, the real reason why, well, the real reason why people had a, took offense to that, especially Gator fans, other college football fans, uh, Auburn fans, because, yeah, he didn't win a national championship uh, with Ohio State. He very much could have if Marvin Harrison wouldn't have, uh, would have stayed healthy against Georgia. But, again, we'll never know. But the other thing is I kind of look at it like this. You know how you got that one X or you got that certain person in, within your life or that certain thing in your life that you can't stand, that you always bash? It's cool when you bash it. It's a problem when other people bash it. It's like you can't bash that. You can't talk bad about that but me. It's like that little brother. Your little brother gets on your nerves. And you talk trash about him, That's but fair. you be darned if somebody else talk trash about him. It's no, like exactly. nobody's gonna hit you, nobody's gonna talk trash about you, but me. Yeah, That's kind of no. how I like I look at it when CJ Stroud was calling out that. But also that like he had he he seemed not wrong. He was talking about Bam. He was talking about like I, he thought you was at Bam. He thought you was the standard. Like that's fact. But here's my thing though. Why are you hyping up a school you never went to? Like everything he always says in those because, arguments is Bama, 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 Bama. I'm like, dog. Last time I checked, you went to Ohio because State. I think I don't know the full conversation. I gotta go back and either. listen to it. But I think if you mention like where he went to school or something, once he mentioned Florida, I think his mind went immediately thought SEC in general. So he's thinking like, oh, you t- oh, like y'all ain't y- y'all ain't done nothing within y'all own conference. And like it's not like y'all at Bama because when you like you Florida Gator, you're thinking SEC. When you think SEC, I don't care how many national championships y'all have won recently, Georgia. The standard is still Bama. Now, what y'all do this year, but that's a different story for another day. It's that's still a different story for another day. But then I would yeah. consider Ohio State the standard of the Big Ten. That's what that's like. That's where I would be with it. Is Ohio I, State the standard I, of the Big Ten? Because right now, I think it, it hurts it, me it's, to say it's it. 50, it's 50-50 right now because, um, because now Michigan got a natty. They yeah, got the same as they got the same amount of national uh, like college football national championships as Ohio State did. Now Ohio mm-hmm. State was the first one, first one to win the inaugural one, but they got I, just as many. I will say too, uh, and this is you know didn't we 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 beat Ohio State to win a natty too? I don't know if you remember that. Uh, <laughs> oh we yeah, beat Ohio State. That was the Troy. Was, was that Troy- was that the blood was that the bloody Tebow game? Was no, that no, no, no. That was the next season. That was Florida State. So okay. what that was, that there was I, I was watching that game. That the field was disgusting. So that was actual paint from the field. Oh, so that wasn't blood. Yeah, no, that wasn't blood. That oh, was paint that from the field. blood. No, I was watching the game. That was paint from the field. But like that was like what was it? Was it 2006? It was 2006. 2006. We had a Heisman. Y'all had a Heisman winning quarterback at Ohio State. We come back and win. Not even come back. I think we led the whole game. 2006, 2008. Not only did we beat them in football, we beat them in basketball. <laughs> beat them in basketball, then we beat them in football. You said 08? Uh, in 06. 05, Florida won. Uh, Florida won in basketball. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, that was the Al Horford, Joe Kim Noah's group, yep. wasn't it? 
Joe okay. Kim, Toreen Green, Corey Brewer, Lee Humphrey. That was that. You that was that big five. About Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer was nasty. Corey Brewer was nasty. But that was 05 and then 06. And then we, uh, it was first on the court that we had shirts. Florida fans had shirts made that said first on the court, then on the field for Ohio State because we beat them back to back. 05, 06. And then Florida repeated too that following year. So it, it was to... just funny to me. Like, okay, cool. You. We could talk about, like, you could talk about right now, correct? Like, right now. Yeah, Florida I think is, that's what he was talking about. Not, histor- prob- not historically. No, and right now, right. Florida's on Florida's on the come up. We have one of the toughest schedules in football next year. Come up, come up is a bear as a very big strong word. I here here's what I say. If Billy Napier can get Florida back to a bowl, bookmark it now. If Florida if Billy Napier can get Florida back to a bowl game, doesn't matter what kind of bowl game, if he gets them back to a bowl game, he stays one more year. The recruiting class we signed with the amount of five stars and high-end talent guys we signed, if he gets us back to a bowl, he has bought another year. That's where I'm at with it because then Graham Mertz is gone, the DJ Lagaway starts. Okay, let me ask you this. What if he beats Georgia? If he beats Georgia, he stays. Okay. That's it. it it's beating. No, like, dog, keeping a job within college within college sports is is like it sounds simple because it kind of is to a certain degree. Now, when, actually, when getting it, it done. Yeah, you win, you stay. It's as simple as that. You might not win the championship. Now, a rarely, rarely, rare few schools have that standard. Right. Rare few schools can afford that standard. Ohio State but, uh, that standard. Yeah. So <laughs> when, I, when, I think about, when I think about that like with your Gators, I mm-hmm. feel like y'all just got to do these few things. It's like anybody trying to get a job within the SEC, uh, especially during the 17 years of Nick Saban career. Win the conference, beat Alabama, you keep your job. For y'all, it's, yeah, for y'all is beat Georgia, try to win the conference. Beat Georgia, get back to a bowl. That's where we are. We have to have a winning season again. Beat Georgia, get back to a bowl. If he doesn't show progress, he's out. That's right. the thing. So that's where I'm at with. But like, spe- and like speaking of college stuff, did you see about EB? Yeah, going to UCLA. Yeah, he's the, he's the offensive coordinator, assistant head coach under Chip Kelly at UCLA. This is one of the weirdest coaching journeys I've seen in a long time. It's like he's getting blackballed and he ain't done nothing wrong. Uh, right? Like, I'm starting to feel that way. Like, I don't I don't know if he's getting blackballed or not, but, like, it, it starts. I said it feels like it, it feels like, yeah. it feels like he's getting blackballed and he ain't doing nothing wrong. It, it's looking a little suspicious right now. Like, that's where I'm look, at with this. Here's how I look, because uh, I thought he was going to go back to Kansas City. I did, too. But then but, probably not, because Adam Gase and then um, also, and- man. Yeah. Shout out to um oh my god, why am I drawing a blank at his name? Spags. My brain was not working. Shout out to Spags for realizing, hey, DC's where I I do my best. I'm gonna hang out as a defensive coordinator, and that's what we're gonna do. Shout out to Spags for that. Speaking uh, of Spags, speaking of Spags and the Chiefs, um let's get into if it. If I said if I said it once, I'm gonna say it again. You got to show me you can beat Mahomes. He's the standard right now. He is the guy. He is the man. You got to show me you could beat him. Right now, in the postseason, there's only two guys that has beaten Patrick Mahomes within that within the postseason. Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. Tom Brady's retired, and he's going to be the new lead, and he's going to be the new co-host or the co-color commentary uh, Terry guy for Fox this upcoming season. I hate him taking Olsen's job. I really do. I'm not. I'm not. I like Greg. Greg was good. Have you, have you listened to Greg? Like he he's had a few moments, but there's other moments where I said like, eh. Greg looks not good. A, he I'm not saying he don't look bad, but not enough to say like he was like okay. But Romo is. He, yeah, I'm sorry. He's been in. No. He's been. No, 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 no. no. no Romo <laughs> no. has. You no, know, Romo. His entertainment comes from his like his predictions. Like he's able to call things before they happen, and then they happen. I remember, like, of course, even like, because the way he does, <coughs> the way he does it is like when you're at home and you're watching a game. Sometimes you could go ahead and call it. It's one thing. It's like with fans. 
Like when we just go ahead and say like, oh, he gonna throw a fade to Gronk. He end up throwing a fade to Gronk. And for a lot of the casuals, that's entertaining. They catch your attention. Because remember, casuals outweigh the real fans. Tony Romo has become entertaining because of how he's able to call plays before they happen or even to give suggestions on the air. It's like you're it's like Tony Romo is playing Madden for a lot of people that are watching football that are playing Madden. It's like we can call the we, we can't call the plays, but we could basically see I would do it like this. This is about to happen like this, like that, and like this. That's kind of what Tony Romo's doing. He might not be the expert, but his entertainment comes from that. Greg Olson does not have no entertainment when it comes to his game. Now he, Tony, he knows his game, but he but there's there's a lack of entertainment with it. Tony is the saltine crackers of NFL commentators. He is so bland, so boring. It's the same thing over and over. How many times during the Super Bowl would you hear? All right, Jim, this one's for the game right here. I think every every third down of the fourth it was perfect. I just oh said, no like, he, he got he has but, his you know he has his entertainment value. Greg kind of doesn't. When you look at the reviews, it hasn't been good. With Romo, you at least got some type of consistency. I can't stand. I, I this isn't even coming from my Dallas hate. I just don't think Romo. I, I like Olson, but I don't like Romo. I, I like the way Olson breaks things down. I like the way Olson does things. Whereas Romo is boring. He's good. Not to me, not to me, because like he has look, he's consistent and he's been called and he's been calling good stuff. I gotta give it up to him. And I, I hate Dallas I, too. I, 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 I don't know, Jalen. <laughs> Come on. Speaking of which, that, that's what like, Romo does. <laughs> so go ahead. Anyway. Sorry. Anyway, my bad, man. <laughs> Chiefs can't. Chiefs completed their third Super Bowl run. Yeah, no, it's it's three Patrick and five Mahomes. years. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have won three Super Bowls in five seasons. Right now, we're in the in, we're in the Chiefs era. Nick Wright is living life right now. He's on cloud nine. Skip Bayless is sick and sick to his stomach and sick to his stomach for multiple reasons. The rise of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and the fact that Patrick Mahomes is chasing Brady, and that conversation is get is heating up more and more now. And also the rise of Shannon Sharp, but that's a different story for a whole nother day. Um, <laughs> I looked at that game. I was saying to myself, the Mahomes pulls this off because Niners defense was playing really good. Travis Kelsey throwing a fit with Andy Reid. They can get away with it because one, they want it, and two, um, Travis and Reid, they're cool like that. Sometimes you have moments like that. Was it a bad look? You question that, but we'll, we'll talk about. We could talk about that a little bit later on. That happened. Kansas City's defense was playing really, really good. Mainly Chris Jones and uh, Mike Pinnell. They were out their minds on the interior. They could not run in the middle. They had to run on the outside. What well, Brock Purdy looked like the game manager that we all thought he was going. Unlike that, Cam Newton thought he was going to be. You did. You made a few game-changing plays. You had to throw the use check that got you in the red zone. Then, you, uh, then you, I think you scored a touchdown. But there were several moments when I say, if you have a chance to put Patrick Mahomes in the ground, throw the dirt on him, and then build a house on top of it to make sure he can't get back up, you better do it. Translation: You got to play perfect when you're going against a quarterback that is deemed better than you. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. How did Eli Manning beat Brady? He played perfect. And by perfect, I mean when the moment need when the when the rubber needs to meet, uh, meet the road, when the moment comes, you got to answer the call. Eli Manning did it every time he faced Brady in the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy had to answer that moment. He had several moments. When Patrick Mahomes threw his interception, Purdy had to score. He did not. That was early in the game. Then we go fast forward to the fourth quarter when you had a chance to score a touchdown and not give it into a field goal. You could have killed more clock. You got hit. You got hit on pressure and wasn't able to deliver the throw. Now you want to not blame Purdy, okay? But you got to find a way to make that thing work, and it did not happen. I now you left too much time on the clock, and he went down to tie the game up. Now we go to overtime. You had an opportunity to score a touchdown, 
Yes, you got Blitz. The pressure came. But if you, but I'm sorry, we got to call it a spade a spade. We got to call it like it is. You got to find a way to get that throw off to Greg Jennings because he had him beat. Brand, so okay, are you talking about the IU slant? Yeah, no, 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 not the IU okay. slant. I'm talking about. I'm talking about when um they were in the red zone. They were inside the five. I, th- I think. Yeah, another way you talking about inside okay, the thought, ten in the yeah, overtime. Talking about when they what? got the first possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to Kyle Shanahan a little bit later. They could sit the pressure. Mm-hmm. Purdy, um, Purdy dropped back. He felt the pressure, got rid of the ball. It was incomplete. They end up settling for a field goal. We all, we all knew Mahomes was going to close it out right then and there. Right. Purdy, uh, Purdy could just couldn't get done, man. Here, here's where there I'm were at. too many opportunities that were blown. Now, some of that was on Purdy. Others, uh, other bit was on Kyle Shanahan. But I'll let you handle the Kyle Shanahan part because you mentioned that uh, last time we talked. So for me, I think it's I'd say twenty percent on Purdy, forty percent on Kyle, and then forty percent on uh their DC, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Steve Wilkes got Steve fired. Wilkes. And yeah. basically he got he got um he was he, he was a scapegoat. And I, he was not a reason. I'm I'm gonna give you I'm I'm gonna give you kind of where I'm at with this. So for the people who talked about the the Ayuk slant. Where it's like, oh, Purdy had Ayuk here, you know, in this in the fourth, you know, in the fourth quarter for a touchdown, he was wide open, blah blah blah. Okay, great. Did you see Trent McDuffie sitting right in that freaking C gap <laughs> doing this? <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, you're not getting that ball past him. That wasn't going to happen. Brock did the right thing because if he throws it and tries to get it past McDuffie, McDuffie was having himself a night. There's no way you you can't tell me there's no way he doesn't at a minimum knock that ball down. But at the same time, you know that you gotta score touchdowns to beat one five. But you also can't play stupid. That's my thing. You can't play dumb and try to do some superhero crap and you know throw the ball under McDuffie's legs or something like that. Like it's not that was it was a great call and you can't be mad at that. Shanahan you can't got be mad, but dog. Okay, I get. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Go ahead. Shanahan got out coached by Spags. Spags had him at every corner almost. It's it's not on Jake Moody for missing an extra point. It's not because you have got blocked. It might have gotten blocked. I don't remember. It might have gotten blocked. It might have gotten blocked regardless. Not the point. It's not fully on Moody because you had other ample opportunities. And you're telling me that the Chiefs don't go down there and score a touchdown instead of going kick a field goal? Chiefs don't score. Chiefs are going to score a touchdown if if they don't have to get a field goal. They played it safe. They went for the win once, realized how much time they had left, and like, all right, we're in field goal range. Screw it. Let's kick it. And that's what they did. Now, a lot of this is also on Wilkes for playing like a cover four shell, just prevent defense and keep everything in front of you without a spy on Patrick Mahomes. So you're letting him pick you apart while you're keeping everything ten yards in front, or ten yards in back, in front of you, you blame Wilkes for that read option blame, on the fourth down. No, or I blame, like, I blame Wilkes. No, no, no. I blame Wilkes for the fourth quarter prevent defense they played on that last drive, and the prevent defense they played in overtime. That's what I blame Wilkes for. Wilkes had a great game for three and a half quarters. Unfortunately, he didn't finish. It also didn't help that Shanahan had a great, you know, first. He had a solid first half, and then he fell apart until the fourth quarter. He took a quarter off. Shanahan does not finish. Shanahan just doesn't finish games. We know this. We knew this was. We knew this was coming. He doesn't do a full four quarters of football, and that's you know obviously the outliers the rule. But if you look at like, just just watch the game. They disappeared for the third quarter. Whereas the Chiefs defense showed up. Wilkes had a great, at that point, there's nothing else you can do. Like Wilkes did everything he could. You can only stop him so many times. That's you held him to 19 points. Yeah. Held him to 19 points or 16. That's on, that's on or 19. I think it was 19. It was 19. That or it's 19, 19. That's right. He held him to 19 points until overtime. That's yeah. great. So, like, once it went into overtime, you had to score a touchdown. That's where yeah. the pressure was on Purdy and Shanahan. And that's where Shanahan didn't get it done. 
He this, didn't get it done, and neither did Purdy because, no. like, Greg Jennings did have him open. But you got to find a way to make that. Juwan Jennings. Juwan Jennings, my bad. And he, yeah. hit, dog, dog, he could have won MVP. He should have won if, if he if he had yeah, gotten a touchdown. He should have won MVP. Yeah, because he Juwan. threw a touchdown. He received a touchdown. Oh, Antoine Randall over here. Yeah. Here's my thing. But, uh, That's why I said twenty percent Purdy, forty percent Shanahan, forty percent Wilkes. We we'll go twenty-two. Can we go twenty-two, Purdy? So I got to put more on you, because remember, what was the conversation that was 20. leading up about him? But I got, to, I got twenty, forty, forty. So if we're going twenty-two percent on Purdy, then where's the rest? That where's the rest that coming from? No, so, because I'm look, I'm looking at it like this. Chiefs game plan defensively by Spags. Do not let McCaffrey beat you, and he only got beat one time, and that was off of a trick play. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey could not run on the inside because Chris Jones and Mike Pinnell had that had that clogged up. Bro, they, I don't know. Like, they were dog. They were toilet. Pa- they were like a stack of toilet paper in a, in a bathroom, man. Sorry, I can't. I can't stop laughing. I shot C. Lou. Shot. If you're listening to this one, man, you know exactly where I'm going with this. Some moron said that defensive tackles don't impact the game. <laughs> I'm what? No. No, what they could not they could not run on the outside at no. all. And like oh scratch it, they couldn't run on the inside. I know what you And mean. then the outside, like McCaffrey probably averaged, I don't I don't know, maybe about like five five yards per carry on the outside, maybe only less than that, because like they were flying everywhere. McCaffrey could not get going every which way. So if McCaffrey could not get going, then you had to put the offense in the hands of Purdy and can he get it done? And he answered that question. The answer is no. Yes, you're going against Mahomes. But 3. 3. in your 3.6 yards Super- per carry. On outsides? In general, 3.6 yards per carry. Oh, he averaged 3.6 yards per carry. That means McCaffrey wasn't able to get anything going. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but that was off of a pass, not by Purdy, but by Juwan Jennings, a receiver. That's who a ain't whole, Debo. That's almost a whole two yards less per carry than his regular season average. And not to mention, Ayuk barely got any targets, mm-hmm. and don't even get me started with George Kittle. So George Kittle, I I, I say that's more on Shanahan. You got to find a way to get one of your best playmakers who on one of your toughest guys the ball. But dog, you want to go 30, 40, 30? 30 Purdy, forty Shanahan, thirty Wilkes. Yep. Let's go with that. I'm good with that. It's, but um, I, but, I, I, like the rest of but the rest of it like Purdy just couldn't get it done. And no. if you can't, and if you don't capitalize on opportunities that Mahomes get, uh, Mahomes gives you, that's your behind. But it's also because one five bro. is gonna kill you. Here's my thing, and this is why I like this is why I feel like thirty percent of it's on Wilkes. Fourth quarter, you have a QB spy on Mahomes at all times. What are you doing? He's not a good runner. He's a willing runner, and he can get it done when he needs to get it done. He's a smart runner. He's a smart runner. So. If you look at the plays that they had, he was gashing you on little five and six yard hooks and slants and hitches and everything and outs and all these, you know, all these short game yardage because he knows he has time. And now, then the first if half, they were doing a good job on Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And then it, but that second they, half. Yeah. It's this is where I'm at is they didn't adjust going into the halftime. Shanahan didn't adjust going to the halftime. Wilkes didn't adjust going to the halftime. And Shanahan, or not Shanahan, and Spags and Andy Reid adjusted and they got it done. There is a one percent that we didn't that we do need to mention. Hmm. That muff punt. Yeah, that doesn't help either. Yeah, that does that, that doesn't help, but like you still had opportunities. Yeah. And your defense and your defense and like Niners defense did his job. So Mahomes right now we're in right, we're in the Mahomes dynasty. We're in the we're in the Chiefs dynasty, we're in the Mahomes era. Um, right now, the list of top five quarterbacks in my order is Mahomes by himself at one, and it's mm-hmm. a wide gap. It's go like one and then two, all the way down. At number two, I got Joe Burrow still. That's fair. Number th- three and four is tied between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen, but if I had to choose one, if I had to choose number three, it'd be Lamar Jackson. Lamar over Josh all day. I get, I get that. And at number five, uh, I don't care if this is a reach or not. I'm a, I had a, I had a debate on this one. I gotta go Jordan Love. I can't put Love at five. All I right. can't put Love at five. 
I can't put her. I'm not putting Herbert. No, God no. I can't put. I can't put golf. No. Who else you gonna put? I can't put Hertz in there, and I want it to, but I no, could. I can't. I can't put Hertz. I can't put. Now he's gonna bounce back, but I can't. I'm sorry. I got like if I have to go off of how you fit. Remember this: Jordan Love finished the hottest the last few, like the last few games of the season, and then to do what you did in the your first playoff game. I know a guy that was immensely talented. Everybody was hype about him, and he's supposed to be a top five quarterback with top five quarterback talent. And he was on the road in his first playoff game. Last time I checked, he blew it to a guy named Sunshine, uh, Sunshine Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I would put. See, I'm not putting Trevor at five. I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not. And it's it. Before y'all freak out, we not putting Dak at five. God, no. oh God, no, 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 no. I'd put Purdy at five. No. I would put Purdy at five. I can't. Could, I, I would put Purdy at five. And it's, it's, and like, he, like he's in the top ten. Like I'll put Purdy over golf. I'd put Purdy at five. It's I've seen what he can do. The kid is good. It's just he went against a incredible defense, and they played lights out in the second half. It didn't adjust. The reason why I'm not going to knock Jordan Love so much uh, after that interception against the Niners is that was a rookie? Uh, I would call that like a first year rookie. Yeah. Like no, I'll no. give you that. That that like because the first interception that wasn't okay. Slightly his fault. You threw it behind a guy, tipped up in the air, and lands in the hands of Dre Greenlaw. Uh, by the way, prayers out for Dre Greenlaw because like that 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 injury was a free. That was a free cancer. Yeah, that was bad. Somebody like did like a dead shot. Dead shot had to be hiding somewhere near the roof, a uh, roof with a like with a magic bullet <laughs> just right at the it, right time. It's that old Chuck Norris meme where he's up in the mountains sniping people. It, it's here. Yeah. Here's it for me. If you if if my my personal top ten, All right, top five. I'm doing. Five. I just did five. Well, I did my five. I I agree with you on your five. Except I would put. Uh, Purdy over you put Purdy at five. I put Purdy at five. I put Love at six. All right. That's where I put it. I put Love at six. I the thought reason... about, I'm going to be honest with you. I almost thought about putting CJ Stroud at five. Nah. He, ain't done enough. he ain't done enough yet. He ain't done but enough I, yet. I, and I know you could say a lot. I know you could say the same thing about Jordan Love. For sure. That That's what but... I'm saying. And that's why Love's at six. Yeah. I'd put Stroud at. You can say nine to ten, because I can't put, put. I would put Stroud like, at nine. Do, do you put him over Herbert? Mm. Okay, here, here, here's my, here's my guys. Give me your five. Got our five. You, I already gave him my five. It's Mahomes. Uh, oh my Burrow. God, Lamar. Or sorry, Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Josh, Purdy. That's my five. Okay. Six, six is love. All right. I'd put Goff at seven. All right. Give Trevor an offensive line. He goes to eight. We can't do can't can't do uh, can't do like hypotheticals. We got to go what I, it is now. I would put Trevor at eight. I really would. Okay. Because I saw the potential last year. He was a top ten quarterback the previous year. I saw the potential last year. Our offensive coordinator can't is calling plays. Collect. I guess I don't know how he's doing Oof. this. Okay, that's number eight. <laughs> number nine. Trevor at eight. Stroud at nine. Now Herbert at nine. Stroud at ten. Um, if I had to do that, I would keep the list, but I'm keeping love. I'm gonna put love at five. I will have Purdy at six. Mm-hmm. Goff at seven. Um, hurts it. Uh, this one's gonna hurt me to say. Um. Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I get golf at eleven. Love at five. Love at five. Purdy at six. Golf at seven. I will have Herbert at eight. Dak at nine. Jalen Hurts at ten. All right, that's fair. Based off based off this past season and what you did in the postseason. That's fair. That that would be my current list right now. That's fair. It would be Mahomes. Everybody else down here. And everybody else is Burrow, Jackson, Allen, Love, Purdy, Golf, Herbert, Dak, Hurts. I give you that. That's a good list. I, I think 
Yeah, I'll give you that. Hurts is outside me, of it. Right, I, what, put, what, I put I put Hurts is outside of it. Hurts had an awful year. But also by that metric, Trevor also well, had a bad year. No. I, yeah, by that but here's the thing. Hurts made the playoffs, y'all did not, even though y'all was in the prime position to win y'all division. And the same oh, thing. Yeah, so like that's why I say Hurts would still be in it compared to Lawrence. We honestly, I, 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 we didn't deserve to win. We didn't. The way, and I, I sat there. And Neither I did stood, the Eagles. No, they didn't. It, it's we both had the Eagles and the Jags. Both had historic end of season collapses. Yep. Our issue was our offensive line couldn't get out of their own way. We had early season New York Giants offensive line. That's what we had. That was rough. What we got next? So, but yeah, that that's I can go on about that all day. Uh, it, it's. I'm gonna catch some heat for putting Trevor uh, in the top ten still, but I do believe he's a top care. ten quarterback. So okay, that's their problem. What we got what, next? What do we want to get into? Was it? Do do we want to talk basketball? Basketball, baseball. Oh, MV, uh, not baseball. Uh, I think it was basketball. Uh, MVP. One thing I got into. Two. Okay, we're gonna cut back in in three, two. One. Next, we got some basketball stuff. We got to talk about the All Star break. Did you? That's what it was. Yeah. Got to yeah, talk about the yeah. All Star break. And I love. So I don't know who did it. Whoever I don't remember who did it. Whoever did it, I retweeted it because they did that Jalen Brown dunk miss. Somebody said that looks like Uncle Phil throwing jazz out of the house. <laughs> so then they took the audio, at, at like the one where they lob it up, and Jalen Brown does this, and he kind of like he misses it completely. So somebody said it looks like uh, Uncle Phil throwing jazz out of the house. So somebody took the audio of jazz going out of the house and here, ah, <laughs> I said, like, that was funny as hell, man. But like, for me, it, it's the dunk contest is a joke. It's an absolute joke. All-star game didn't mean anything anymore. The skills challenge is stupid. And then what did, oh my God, who, who did it? Someone says someone says something really dumb. Uh, taking something away from uh, the three point contest between Ionescu and uh, Steph. Um, kind of sort of. Uh, right now, I think the main event is the three point contest. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. That's the main event. It's the most excited right now. Uh, dunk contest. Like I think they just need to go do one or two things. Actually, one of three things, because I was listening to um, Nightcap by Shannon Sharp and Gilbert Arenas, and they were talking about it. Gilbert Arenas was uh, pitching uh, ideas to be able to fix the dunk contest. It was uh, either up the ante on the winning prize, or you get somebody with on each team. You got to find a way to build, just build it up. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to get the same amount of stars. You're not going to get the same stars doing it anymore, because uh, he mentioned how Michael Jordan and them back in the day had to do it for brand purposes, for image purposes. Michael Jordan did that to boost up his shoe. Yeah. When he took flight, he did it in that shoe, and then the whole prices and the inventory, that's, that thing sold out immediately. Yep. Uh, with players nowadays, they don't really need that. and They don't really need that. So unless it's able to boost up their brand, they really don't need it as much. Um, Stephen A had a good idea where you're able to find some of your best duckers and you have like NBA and like whoever makes the all-star team, they sponsor who they want to enter into that dunk contest and go from there. So that would be one other way. Um, or you just go ahead and just blow it up. Just really just blow it up. That's far as the dunk yeah. contest go. Here's what I would do for the all-star game. Gilbert Arenas pitched this idea. Throw away the five, five, um, five on five. Do a three on three. 1v1, man. Do or do 3v3, 1v1. I thought about I thought about one-on-one. I thought about 1v1. Do a king, do an all-star king of the court. Yes. Yes. I would king do of the court. All-star, that's one option. Or you could do the three on um, the 3v3. Like here's, here's what I would go. Here's, Half court here's, 3v3, king of the court. Yes. Do it like big three. Yep. Do it like big three. Now you can either do a half court, you can do a full court. Like a lot of us do on 2K. We we'll do half court. We we'll do full court. It's one of the two. But here's what I, here's what I would go along with that. And not to mention, you could possibly be able to get some more play uh, all star spots if you do that because you want to be able to make sure you get some guards, some wings, and some big and, and, and some bigs in there yeah. uh, for matchup purposes. So like it could possibly it could possibly work. It would be exciting. And plus, I believe you're gonna get the competition 
right then and there because the main focus is to make sure you can make the all-star game competitive. You're not going to mm-hmm. get it with a 5v5 no more. No. You might get it with 1v1. I think you're going to get it 1v1. You'll get it 1v1. And you're definitely – and you're definitely like, – and you possibly could get it with 3v3 because here's what you do. The top four votes of the all-star game, like – you do it to, like you got captains of all four because like how many I think there's um um let's see twenty four spots in the All Star game yeah there's twenty four total spots you get four captains hold up I'm thinking no that's not right now. get ten captains ten captains everybody picks their three you increase the space to thirty. And then you basically you basically run it. No, 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 not ten. It would be eight captains. Well, if you were looking to get more spots, because that's what you were okay. Talking about. All right. Yeah, yeah, if you're, you're looking, right. if you're looking to get more spots, two more captains are going to kill anything. So yeah, but t- like, okay, no, no, it's got to be even number because when you make out the you you would make out the bracket. Ten, ten cap or ten captains. Do a winners losers type situation. Winners bracket losers bracket. You win, keep going, loser, go down. So that means we're going to have thirty all. Uh, we're going to have thirty all stars mm-hmm. uh, total. You have ten. You have ten captains, and they got to choose. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Um, ten captains. Run, run as a bracket with ten captains, and then and let's see. Win, winner do, progresses, if, lose, loser if drops down. You do down ten captains, then you got you're gonna have ten teams. So like the bracket will be. Oof. No, still, still one add up, still one add up, right? That means you have five. That means you have five on bracket. So like somebody's gonna have to take a bye. So here, here's what I'm saying. If you do ten, you have ten captains, two sets of five. I'm not saying bracket from left to right. I'm saying winners bracket, losers bracket. Here's what you do. So you get ten teams. You advance. You go to the next round. You lose. You go to the losers bracket. You lose twice. You're done. So that's kind of how the setup will go down. That way you still have someone. And maybe that works at 12, maybe that works at 10. Math is not my strong suit. But... <laughs> no, but it is not. Okay, all right, all right. I got it. You see, got, where, you see where I'm going with the winners, losers, Brad? Okay, okay. Here's what I'll do. Yeah, I got, I get what you mean. Um, no, no, losers lose just out. You got to right, watch I, I like, I like winners, losers, no, I think it's more fun. No, no losers. All right. No, no, because they wouldn't give a fuck. That's because they, they wouldn't They would not care. They would not care. Okay, for you. <laughs> they would they would not care. And the loser bracket said, like, what well, we're playing for losers anyway. No. Do it like playoffs. That's you fair. Lose, All right. You out. You yeah, out. That's fair. You got to up the ante. You're trying to make it more competitive. Uh, here's how I would look at it. And I had to do the math in my head. We're talking about a three, we're talking about a three v three. You would add we're talking about out of twenty-four, you have sixteen. Unscratch that. You have, let's see, you do three, you do it off the 24. You have eight captains. That means you got four on one bracket, four on the or, and four, and four on the other. So, so we we'll look at, go ahead. So we, we look at it like this. Say you got, say let's, you got five starters. They will be captains. And then you do, and you choose one more person. That'll be the highest vote out of the reserve. The next highest vote out of the reserves, they'll be the they'll be the sixth captain, and then they will choose the rest of the squad that's on your team. You have to choose off. If you're with East, you got to choose players within the East. If you're you want no, East West, you want East nah, West again. Nah. Yeah, I want to East. I want to East West again. Like okay, four like you got four teams that's in the East. You got an East bracket and you got a West bracket. I like it. And I, I got a 3v3 East bracket. I got a 3v3 West bracket. And then you play, and then they just go at it until we get the last group at the end of the night. Now, if there's going to be a time constraint, then that's okay. Get rid of skills challenge. Just, just go get, ahead. Get rid of Get rid of skills ahead, challenge, get, general. <laughs> yeah. Do, and, I will, and, I will order it like, and I will order it like this. Dunk contest. Three-point contest to get everybody warmed up for the 3v3. Then you will go ahead and do the 3v3 tournament. Actually, no. I'll do it like this. A little bit like wrestling. I will start whoever got the – whoever has uh, the highest record in the Eastern Conference or in the Western Conference, whoever has the highest record as the number one team in either conference, 
the one with the highest record, they go last. They, um, like they go last within their tournament. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean by that. So say the Bucks, they um uh, say like if the Buck, uh, who's the number one team in the East right now? The Celtics or the Bucks? Celtics. Okay. Pretty sure it's say, Celtics. So keep going. Okay, so say like the Celtics had the best record in in, in the NBA. The Eastern bracket would go last. They um like they would go after um. They would do. They would run their. They would run their bracket. For. Dang, I don't forget how I won. Oh no 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 no! Oh man, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, I'm thinking. About, I'm thinking about event week. So I would do. That's NBA event. Come Sunday, I will start it early. You will start the event early. You would do. Since the since the Celtics have the best record, they will start their uh, they will start their bracket last. So the West bracket will go first. You will start the West bracket and you play all the way down till you get the last team. Then you do East, or you could just uh, rotate. It'll be I, like I would a, rotate. I would yeah, rotate because okay. then whoever goes right, first and gets to have a rest goes fresh. Yeah, I confuse. Yeah, I confuse myself. You good? So, I got you. Yeah. Uh, but that's how I would do it. I would do either a three v three or I would do a one v one. Here's how I would do it. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. I'm good. I, I'm with you on the three v three, 100. I think three v three is 100 the way to go. I like the idea East versus West instead of doing uh like a standard like East versus West bracket. You could do that. I would say honestly, expand it to 12 teams if you're doing just straight up East versus West bracket, East on one side, West on the other. I would expand it to 12, treat it like the playoffs, make it 3v3, make it worth something. Or if you want to do 10 teams, do just a standard bracket, just going from one way to the other. Number one East team or an East team plays a West or East team plays a West team. And then they just end up having it set up to where it's all done via like kind of like a draft lottery type system. Your spot in the bracket is set up by basically a random randomized number. So that way the number one team doesn't automatically play the number one team but they also don't automatically play the worst team. Does that make any sense? Kind of, so, kind of, sort of. Uh... So basically, say, say you, say it's you, me, and JT doing a three v three team. Shout out JT. Uh, say we're doing a three v three team. All right. And say Lou, Heavy, and Ash are doing their own three v three team. All right. If we're both the best, you know, if we're both the number one, say we're the best team in the East, they're the best team in the West. We wouldn't play each other outright. It would be done completely random. So whoever we play could be anybody whatsoever. It could be the best team, could be the worst team, could be anywhere in between. But it will be an East team playing a West team. So that way it's okay. all set up completely random just because they're all all-stars. So it's not really going to be a way be to a do e- like... Or it could be an East team versus an East team, a West yeah. team versus a West team. Versus... Okay. You get six, five to six total teams from each division, and then they randomly play set up that way. That way you don't know who it's going to be. And you can't, it's also hard to do like a standard ranking bracket because, you know, the, the they're all all-stars. They're all great. So that way it's kind of a little more fair. It's a little random. You don't know who it's going to be. I, regardless, I think a 3v3 bracket makes this thing a whole lot more fun. We go to 11 by ones and twos, half quarter. That's how we do it. That I, I think, I think we just save all-star weekend, Jalen. <laughs> A lot of people pitch the ideas. The question is, what the NBA actually do it? That's a different. That's a different subject for another day. Maybe for me, it's but it, but like to the point. Get rid get rid of skills challenge. Uh, the main event of All Star of the All Star Saturday should be three point contest, and I, I, either three point contest or have another like Stephanie versus Sabrina type main event. Mm-hmm. Focus on that, and if you do do keep the dunk contest, do one of two things. Either use somebody that's at the end of basically uh, continue to use nobodies, but make sure they're high flying dunkers, not power dunkers. People yeah. that can be still be creative, or you do the Stephen A. Smith idea of just trying to find like in, like NBA All Stars sponsor uh, a random street baller or anybody off of social media that can be creative dunkers, and they sponsor them in there and keep it on tournament. Almost like a seven on seventeen to go back full oh. circle what we were talking about. Kind of sort of, and then like come All Star Sunday, and then come All Star Sunday, you just have an All Star All Star three v three tournament. I think it'd be good. What drove? What did you hear to finish out All Star Weekend comments? What, did you hear what Kenny Smith said about 
the three-point contest? No. Nah. So, for those who didn't watch it, Sabrina Ionescu, who I, I might be pronouncing her name oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, like those, com- those comments about Sabrina. Yeah, which I don't I, I'm I'm with Reggie on this. Like I don't understand where Kenny's going from with this. But for those who don't know, it was a three point contest between Ionescu and Steph Curry. Steph won twenty nine to twenty six. She held her own. You said what? She held her own. A hundred percent she held her own. And then you got Kenny saying she should have shot from the women's these are Kenny's comments, not mine. Should have shot from the women's line. Would have been a fair contest, which Reggie Miller then said, why are you putting boundaries on her? She wanted to shoot from there. And then Kenny said, you know, she should have shot from the line. There's a women's tee in golf and there's a men's tee in golf for a reason. And I don't agree with that. Like, if she wants to play, it, it, he did try to, you know, have his own comments later, but I'm not going to get too into that. That's mainly what I want to focus on. Yeah. The three-point line is there as a boundary. How many players shoot from way beyond the three-point line, Jalen? Say it again. How many players shoot from way behind the three-point line? Not just right not up many. on it. But I'm saying not just right up on it, like a good step or two back from the three-point line. No. Nah. I would say a decent, like Dame does, Steph does, Clay does. Like a lot of the great three-point shooters shoot from beyond the three-point line, not just like right at it. That's where I'm coming from with this. If Sabrina wanted to shoot from behind it, that's on her. Like that's the same way I look at all this. Like that's, I think Kenny was, I, I don't agree with Kenny's comments at all. Uh, if she wanted, she held her own shooting from where Steph shot from. And I don't know if he was trying to take that away from her or what, but like, I don't, yeah. I mean, like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't agree with, with Kenny's points. I feel like it took away from, you know, Sabrina holding her own against one of the greatest NBA three point shooters of all time. Like, I feel like that somewhat diminished what she did, but that's just me. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I think All-Star Weekend, honestly, All-Star Weekend in general, like for the NFL, the NBA, yeah, the NHL. There's everything. no way to fit there's no way to fix Pro Bowl weekend. There's no way. No, probably it's boring, well, man. I don't watch well, Pro Bowl. Okay, here's what would be my idea. Get, like you would keep the flag football. I, I wouldn't no, I, like here's what I would do. Just make a seven on seven. Yeah, seven on seven, man. Make, make a seven on seven. We like a lot of us tune in to watch receivers versus DBs anyway. Yeah, bro, do do the same thing we're just doing. Have the AFC and the NFC pick two teams and compete. Do two seven on seven teams. No, I would just choose the best. The best ones in the AFC and the best and the best ones that made the Pro Bowl in the AFC, the best ones that makes the Pro Bowl in, in, in the NFC. And have them receive and have like just have just oh, wide receiver versus DB contest. I'm wide receiver versus DB. So DBs. Run, run some ones. Go. Yep. Run some ones. Run some ones. Ones run are exciting, ones. man. Has some talk, has some trash, talk, like be able to get that competitive nature going. Um, you can either do it with pads or without. Don't even matter. Bro, I, I can't lie. As a as a former wide receiver, the the most fun I'd ever had to practice was once. Yeah, either have a seven on seven or just do once. And I'm for, good. Like, the and reason for, why, I, God, I don't sorry. know what you would do for I don't know what you would do for linemen, but and like just get get some random. Linemen are fine. I, it's, I'm not yeah. saying I'm not trying to be dismissive of that, but like. For me, and the reason why I think, you know, because you have two, what, three alternate quarterbacks? No, oh, oh, no, no. Add the, add the, add the O-line and D, uh, D-line in the ones. Just there you go. Yeah. All right, then. Have some O-line D-line ones? Heck yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Either they, either they go ahead and do, like, wide receiver, either they do some wide receiver moves, like, uh, like just just treat like that, or just, yeah. have, or just have a regular lineup. I mean, they do it during um Senior Bowl. Yeah. They get O-linemen running routes. It's Heck fun. yeah. Make it fun, man. Give us a reason to watch. NHL All-Star Weekend sucks. Brent and Dave will agree with me on that. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend sucks. Pro Bowl Weekend is almost beyond saving. Yep. There's a way to fix all of it. Yep. MLB, uh, I think it's fine. It's fine. MLB, I'll give you MLB. MLB's all right. Because, I mean, there's only so much you can do. I mean, it, it's... You're just playing baseball. Like, it's really it. And they're going to go at each other. They're not going to cheat. They're not going to cheat Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. It- you got real pitches going at you got you got real pitches going at you got real pitches like pitching towards these guys, man. You just yeah. gotta you just gotta keep advertising your stars. Home run derby's anyway. fun too. Oh god, yes. Home run derby's so much fun. And there's a lot of suspense. Like is he gonna chase him? Is he gonna break the record? Is he gonna win? Yep. Always on that. Home run derby's exciting. We gotta get things like that back. Like honestly, like I enjoyed watching like the QB skill challenge, like the old school QB skill challenge. You remember those? Yep. 
Those were fun. What they got now where it's just like, oh, we've got, you got to hit these moving pylons with, you know, a certain amount of points and that, like, I, I don't, I don't like that. Well, uh, well, like I said, there is a way to fix a lot of this. Um, It's just got to be put one. They got to listen to the fans. But like, I really think if you get to, the a, degree. 3v2, to a degree, uh, I think if you get the 3v3 in an all-star game, you're going to get competitive in nature. 100%. You're gonna get it because like they don't want they don't want to lose they don't want to lose like that they're not gonna get five on five but three one um, but if you do three v if you do three v three and you have and you do it half court style mm -hmm. that uh, that could take away a lot of the chances of like guys getting injured yeah and half they will have to play half like court a like a match, and like not to mention, a lot of fans are gonna see like some of their favorite players play against like other players. Say like, imagine if so and so played with each other. Oh, imagine like you know, like you get this trick, and not to mention it'll get the barbershop talking. Say like, no, nah, give me LeBron, give me Steph, and give yeah. me that, and I win all of them. Exactly. And to, oh, and it's gonna rack up betting. LeBron, exactly. LeBron, Steph, and AD. There's your three right there. There you go. And there's like a three. they say, like, who's gonna beat that? Let's find out. Exactly. Th Okay, NBA, I'm going to tag y'all on this too. NBA, we have fixed a three-point contest, or three-point contest. We fixed All-Star Weekend. East versus West again. Run some threes. Run threes. And and let the All-Stars pick their teams, but it has to be, I'm cool with the captains. Top eight, or top eight All-Stars, or top eight, top ten All-Stars, however y'all want to do it, yep. get to pick their three and treat it like a draft lottery almost like too. I want, I want it to be fun again. Make it fun. Threes are fun. Yeah. It is so much fun to watch threes run at the park. And not to mention, we can relate. We can relate to a lot of this because we play a lot of three v three on two K. Mm -hmm. It's gonna have jokers mm -hmm. relate to this, man. Mm -hmm. but NHL, anyway, if you're listening too, run some fours. Run threes or fours at an NHL All Star Weekend. It didn't have to be all fives. You could run some threes or fours. NFL or NFL Pro Bowl. Either run seven on seven or run some ones, but that's pretty much it. So I know we run, we're we're pretty much at an hour right now, man. Is there anything else you want to get into? Not that I can think of, but cool. like we we do want to let y'all know, uh, we're gonna be on new schedule. We're gonna be on Wednesdays from uh seven uh, from seven to eight. We'll try uh seven seven to eight Central Time. We're gonna try. We're gonna try. Definitely doing on Sundays since we ain't got no football. Perfect time. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm off on Sunday. I'm off on Sundays. He are you mostly uh, all? Yeah, he's off I don't on work Sundays. Weekends. Yeah, I'm good. So, like, we're gonna try to do this thing on Sundays. Yeah, try we're to get some more get. We're gonna try to get some more guests in. We're gonna try to like be more consistent. We really want to take this to another level. Um, hopefully, we're gonna get to some point where we're gonna start going live again. I do want to say, go ahead. Sorry, I do want to get. I want. I do want to get to a point where we go back, start being live. But uh, we just got to take it one day at a time. Yeah. I do also want to give a shout out before we get all the shout outs. The other show, thanks. Shout out to my old high school teammate who is now one of the assistant DBs coaches uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, super cool for you, man. Super happy. Uh, shout out, Mike Gray, man. Love that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I, I agree with Jalen. You know, we're, we're going to get back to a consistent recording schedule again. Holidays have been crazy. Work has been crazy. He's got a new job. Mine's been ramping up to the nth degree more so than it normally does around this time of year. So things are going to start slowing down over the next couple of weeks. So we should be able to get back to a consistent schedule. So episodes should be out every Wednesday again, like they used to. If you like the show, let us know uh, if you agree with Jalen's version, All-Star Weekend versus mine, or how you would fix it. How, how would you tell us? How would you fix All-Star Weekend? Put that in the comments. Reply to the tweets. Follow us at Pod on Twitter. Um, you can find us there. If you'd like the show, tell everyone you know, tell your friends, your family, your relatives, uh, ask them how they fix all-star weekend. Uh, when you review the show, rate it five stars. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, it's never happened. If you also want to comment that feeds the algorithm gods, don't know why it works, but it does. We're two dudes sitting in office chairs talking about sports. Whereas, you know, we're not algorithm people. So don't know how it works, but we know it does comment reviews, comment, whatever you want. Comment a three-point contest. Random number. Your favorite sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? Let's bring that argument back. Hop in the comments and have some fun with it. Plus, review or uh, reviews and five stars and retweets also get you shout-outs. Or if your shows that we also think you guys would like, check these people out. Um, if you like the show, go check out uh, Jim of a fan of the van. Also, go check out uh, him and I's show where we do uh, Steel and Teal over at Is This a Bad Take or his show at Fan of the Van. This should also be hopefully back on track by next week as well. Uh, 
shout out to uh, Brenton Dave of 1420 Sports, the guy there are the guys at the BSN Sports podcast, Aaron and JD over or not JD anymore. Aaron over Brutally on a Sports, Nate's Daily Wager if you're looking to gamble, Darian over Chill Takes, bro, we got to get you on. We're trying to, I promise. Uh go check out Javen John over the Love of the Playing Field, the guys at the Wheelex Sports podcast. Um you bet smart. Uh Go check out Average Show Sports. Also, go check out Cigar and Sports with him and Jim. If you're into wrestling stuff, I know there's been a lot of stuff going on. Go check out John for Wrestling Fan Insight. Visit Vegas places if you're looking for something to do in Vegas. And always, always, always go check out Sports After Dark. Please do. It, it's a great community over there. It's fun. The trash talk, everything. It, it, it's. I haven't been back on since football season ended because I'm admittedly an NBA and uh, MLB casual. Uh, but I need to hop back in there soon. But go check them out. Go cop their merch. They don't pay us to say that. We love those guys over there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace.